Hello, Zachary Sexton here. The Productivity Show is the place that brings together the best minds, principles, and tools in the industry to show you how to take more action on your goals so you can do more of what you really want in work and life. The crew at Asian Efficiency and I want to help you live more effective and successful lives in the information age. Make sure to stay in contact and get more productive updates by signing up for our newsletter at AsianEfficiency.com. We now have a special hour-long training and 20-minute Q&A for those who are interested in learning the most effective strategies we know about how to get results in the information age. It's geared towards knowledge workers, which are people like you who solve problems for a living and would be more successful if they could focus more of their energy and attention on those problems. That's what the workshop will help you do. To sign up, go to theproductivityshow.com forward slash workshop. Again, theproductivityshow.com forward slash workshop. Alternatively, you can text to get an invite. All you have to do is text TPS to 38470. If you type TPS to 38470, this neat service will ask you for your email and then your name. That way we can send you a personalized invite directly to you. Today is episode number 43, How to Find Your Ideal Mentor with Jeff Wood. What you'll learn by tuning in is why saying, not much, what's up with you? Something I say all the time when friends ask you how you are doing might be limiting your opportunities. So please enjoy the productivity show number 42, Finding Your Ideal Mentor with Jeff Woods. You are tuned into the Productivity Show by Asian Efficiency. My name is Zachary Sexton, and today I have with me Jeff Woods. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks, Zach. How are you? I'm doing really well, and I'm excited to have you on. So Jeff is a fellow podcaster. He's on iTunes on the, the Minty podcast, and he's top 20 in business, I hear. At one point in time. Can't say I'm still there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, those those early, when you get into iTunes, we were top of the charts. I think we were one or two at, at a few points. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's competitive in there because there's so much good stuff out there. Your stuff is, is included. Minty Podcast, so you are an expert at forming relationships and finding mentors. And that's what we're going to be talking about here on the next 25 or 35 minutes ideas around how you can find your ideal mentor and form relationships with people who can accelerate your success. So that's a little intro. Jeff, did you want to take a bit of time and dive deeper? Tell us about you personally, who you are and what you do. Sure, sure. So I'm going through that interesting journey going from employee to entrepreneur. My day job is medical device sales. And even as I'm sitting right here, I'm wearing a pair of scrubs. I was running through hospitals all day today. And I'm so blessed to say it's a job I love. I'm really happy there. Uh, and I thought this was something that I was going to do for the rest of my life, stash away my additional money in, in real estate and ride off into the sunset. But at the end of 2013, something happened where one of my colleagues, he was 35 at the time, had a stroke. And that just rocked me so hard because here I am, you know, I've got a good job. I've been able to afford a really nice lifestyle, got a wife, have a daughter, thinking everything's great. But when I watched my colleague go through that, luckily he survived, I just realized that everything's temporary. And God forbid something happened to me or something happened to my job, what would happen to my family? And I didn't really like the answers that were coming to my mind. And the very next week, my company made a change to my commission structure and overnight, my income got slashed by 40%. So you can imagine in those moments, you're just like, holy crap, I've got to do something. I've got to build 
passive income. And I thought, well, how do I do this? I had no idea. But I knew it's not what you know, it's who you know. And at the time, I heard the Jim Rohn quote, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. You ever heard that one, Zach? I have heard that one before. Yeah. So in the moment, I'm going, huh, who are my five people right now? And, and I challenge you, the listeners, who are the five people that you actually spend the most time with right now? Think about it. Could be your significant other, could be your best friend, could be a colleague, could be a family member. Who are those five people you actually spend the most time with? And I bet if you averaged up your incomes, you'd find out that you're right there with them. And if you looked at all the average mindsets of, of the five, you're probably right there as well. And I realized if I ever wanted to start being financially free, meaning having enough income coming in from my investments and businesses that I could cover all my expenses before even picking my head up off the pillow, I had to start surrounding myself with people who had already done those things. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. So, so how did you start that journey? I kind of stumbled into it, frankly. You know, I like I said, I'm a, I'm a sales guy. So I have a strong sales background. So a lot of this just came natural to me. As I look back, I realized it was a series of specific steps. And it starts by just identifying what it is that you want. And for me, I identified, I want a specific dollar amount in passive income, and I want to surround myself with people who are already, who are already there. And at the time, the, the focus was on real estate investing, so surrounding myself with successful real estate investors. And I challenge you, what are the things that you want in your life? Zach, can I use you as an example? Absolutely. So what's the big thing that you want right now? What's the one thing you need the most help with right now? Hmm. Well, I do have goals, and I do have them uh, something that I reference every day. And one of the things that I'm hyper-focused on right now is becoming the best coach I can be. At Asian Efficiency, we just came out with a rituals course. The first 100 who joined the course got individual coaching with somebody on the Asian Efficiency team. And I have been doing that over the, the past few weeks. And coaching is something that I love doing. It was something I did before Asian Efficiency. It's something that I've continued to want to do and become better at because I know how much value that type of, of relationship can have with people. So that's mine. My one thing right now that I could use some help with, figuring out, I'm, I'm reading a lot of books right now, I'm um, reaching out to other, other coaches out there, that's how, that's where I, I would like help. Okay, so if you had to imagine the ideal person who could help you, describe them. It would be somebody who's got years of experience doing it and knows all the ins and the outs when it comes to all the different areas possibly the the marketing the the process for setting up a good training regimen for for people the best ways to create change in other people's lives somebody with a lot of experience who's been doing it for a while perfect perfect so this is where the productivity comes into play by being able to identify what is that one big thing that you need help with right now and to be able to articulate exactly who that ideal person is who can help you, this will pay huge, huge dividends and rapidly accelerate your progress. So that's the first thing. The second thing you have to do is just start talking about it. I would have never known that that's what Zach was looking for until I asked him. What I encourage you to do once you have identified what it is that you want is talk about it consistently. And you have an opportunity to do this in almost every conversation you have. Imagine if you picked up the phone and called your best friend and they said, hey, what's up? 
you would likely reply with, not much, what's up with you? Oh, not much, and then the conversation would continue. That's a missed opportunity. And I realized that I had been having conversations just like that almost my entire life, and I made one subtle shift, where instead of saying, not much, I started saying, oh, and I'll role play as though I'm Zach, you know, a lot recently, we recently launched this coaching program and I'm looking to surround myself with other really successful coaches so that I can learn from the best to make sure I'm delivering the most value to, to the people I work with. And you'd zip your mouth. It's amazing what happens when you start sharing with people what it is that you're looking for. Because 80% of everything that you need is already within your circle of influence, already within the existing network that you have. Now your job is just to tap into it. And this is just such an easy way. Does that make sense, Zach? It makes perfect sense. And, and I'll tell you a story about how this, how this worked for me. So I, um, I ended up meeting with this, this guy. His name's Greg Reed. And he's a, a best-selling author, a speaker, and very connected. And I had the opportunity to sit down in front of him. And as the conversation started, I had an opportunity. He said, so what's new? What are you working on? And I just, instead of saying not much, I said, you know, I'm in this transition where I'm looking to build passive income through real estate, and I'm looking to surround myself with successful real estate investors. This was the very first time I ever said this. The guy just sits back in his seat and starts rocking back and forth. And I can tell he's thinking about something. And he goes, you know what? Come to my house tomorrow. I want to introduce you to somebody. So I went to his house and he introduces me to this guy. His name's Dave Michael. Turns out the guy has done over 10,000 real estate transactions in his career. And he and I really hit it off. And we start forming a relationship and fast forward six months and opportunities presented for me to take a partnership with him. And now I, I'm a partial owner of a big building in North Carolina, a deal that I would have never had access to, but I suddenly did because one time I opened my mouth and told somebody what I was looking for. That's really cool. I, actually, back in the day when I was doing coaching, that was one thing that I, I made sure I did. I always I had my little elevator pitch. I said how I could help people. I probably still could remember a little bit of it today. And it wasn't that it was overly stilted or rehearsed. It was just, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Since I didn't have a big platform like a blog and a podcast to find a bunch of people, I had to use my network. And I think that's something that I'm forgetting a little bit these days is that you're right. I, I haven't told some of my very good friends that coaching is the thing that I'm really focused on right now. Like maybe my, my girlfriend knows that. Everyone in the Asian efficiency team knows that. Now the listeners know that's something that I'm very focused on. So there might be some people coming in suggesting books or people that I could connect with. Thank you if you do do that. But that's great. That's a, a huge reminder that just putting out what you need is the only way that you're ever going to get anything back in return. Mm -hmm. and, and something happens when you share with someone what you're looking for because a human being has a natural desire to help. Either A, they're that person who can help you, they, they, they fit the mold and you just never knew it and you know, done. You just did it. Drop the mic, move on. The other thing is that they know that person and they'd be willing to make a connection. Or third option is maybe they're not the person, maybe they don't know the person, but what you've done is you've planted a seed in their mind. And as they continue to go through their day and they make new connections, if they come across that successful coach, they may go, hey, I got to introduce you to my friend, Zach. And they'd consider making that connection. Or fourth option is they do absolutely nothing. At which point, what'd you lose, Zach? Not much. Nothing. 
Nothing. So take the shots. I can't tell you how powerful this is. Yesterday I was getting interviewed for another podcast and I shared this with the host and literally within 45 minutes of the show ending, she sent me an email saying, subject line was, wow, it works. And she started telling me how she already did it twice and how already she got connected to the people that she's been spending months trying to find. So I highly, highly encourage you. In fact, I, I, I implore you, take action on this today. It's, one, it's great that you guys invest in Zach and listen to this podcast, but if you don't take action on the knowledge that you're learning, then this is just data. So go take action. Identify what is it that you want. What's the one thing? Narrow it down. What's the one thing that you need the most help with right now? Who is that ideal person who could help you and start talking about what you're looking for? See how fast things come to you. So you said three words just there, the one thing. And you actually emailed me just yesterday and we connected so quickly that we're already together talking on this podcast. But you led with the one thing. You said, hey, I love your podcast. I think one great guest would be Jay Papasan, who is the co-author of The One Thing, something that's been suggested on this show a number of times. We always ask our guests at the very end what book they might recommend, and The One Thing has come up two or three times. Great. I love I love that book. I would love that connection. You already gave me the connection. Jay Papasan is going to be on in a few weeks' time. So you led with value, and that's kind of my my question here is how do you – not just be the taker in the relationship because a lot of times with the mentee mentor relationships, especially in, you know, if you're thinking that, Oh man, I want to start a small business or I want to start something. I just need a mentor in order to help me. But that's sort of a taking type relationship. That's, Hey, show me all the steps. Show me X, Y, Z, show me how to do everything without providing anything in value. If you're forming these mentor-mentee relationships, the first step, obviously, is to put it out there, to figure out what that one thing is that you are looking to get and put it out there. However, once you have that connection or find that connection or gain that connection through your circles, how do you not be a taker and have more of an even relationship with the person that you are the mentee to? Fantastic question. Fantastic question. Okay. Um, before I dive into that, I want to give the listeners an idea of how powerful this is. I'm going to tell you who some of my mentors are, and I'm going to share this not to brag, but simply so you can understand that by doing by what exactly Dak just said, I have been able to form relationships with some of these people. As soon as I started becoming a giver, as soon as I started becoming more interested than interesting, more interested in the people in front of me than trying to get them to think that I am interesting, I was able to form relationships with the guy who started the Make-A-Wish Foundation, the guy who started Ugg Boots, the guy who was the VP of sales for Tony Robbins for many years. These are guys who I now have direct access to. Some of them are my direct mentors. This is, this is it. This is the secret sauce. Being more interested than interesting and always leading with value. So the question is, how do you lead with value? Especially when it's someone who in your mind is light years ahead of you and who really you may think has no business talking to you. How do you do it? One thing you have to realize is that anybody who has achieved any level of success in their life 
had somebody who poured into them at one point in time. Anybody who has achieved incredible success, the people who you should be reaching out to, they've absolutely had mentors. And I guarantee you, at one point in time, that mentor said to them, the one thing you need to do is pay this forward one day. At one point in time, there's going to be somebody who's reaching up for help. And it's your your obligation to reach back and grab their hand and help pull them forward. Does that make sense, Zach? Yeah. So with that in mind, realize that if you can just go up to these people and simply say something along the lines that you can do your research on them, first of all. So one example is uh, Jeff Hoffman. He was on the founding team of Priceline.com. And I happened to do a little research on him, found out that he spent a lot of time in Africa working on developing the education system and whatnot. And I was able to go up to him and say, hey, Jeff, Obviously, I know what you did with Priceline, but I also know what you do down in Africa. I don't know what I can do to help you right now, but what I'd love to do is understand what you're trying to accomplish down there, and if I can connect you with anybody in my network, I'd love to make that connection for you. Can we spend some time together? What do you think his answer was? Probably yes. He wanted to get get help in that area. Exactly. Exactly. So it comes down to doing your research on certain people if you know there's a specific person you want to target and try to figure out what they're interested in and try to position yourself as a person who can help them get that. Notice how when I approached, I didn't exactly know how I could be of value. But by simply stating that I know what they're interested in and by saying that I'd love to learn more so that if I come across the ideal person, I'd be happy to make that connection, you set yourself apart. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we've got we've had other podcasts that have talked about how to connect with people. One of them that will actually be following this one will be episode 43 with Jordan Harbinger, where he talks about skills such as body language, eye contact, vocal tonality in order to connect and form deeper relationships. He has a bit of an antidote that he uh, he told on the show that I want to let you know about that talks about how this could go wrong, how you could attempt to be living with leading with value but then actually it's just more of a stilted thing that people see through uh, he was talking about a financial planner that he had met at some conference and the guy came up and said hey how can i help you uh, or something of that nature and, uh, and he's like well uh, you know the conversation went on he's like well, i'm a financial plan planner but that comes later and he was like, yeah, right, dude, you know, and took his card and put it in the pocket where he puts cards where those aren't the people he's going to follow up with. How do you avoid that? Because if you are looking for a mentor, you actually are looking to take somebody's time and attention, which is really all they have in the world, and pour that into you. And if you're trying to frame it like, oh, I'm trying to help you until you help me, how do you avoid that? false, um, maybe not as authentic paradigm that might come out about when that situation happens? Great question. Great question. Um, For the record, I have approached people before and said, how can I help you? Thinking that I was adding value. And it backfired. Because you know what? I don't know them. It's not sincere. There's no rapport there. So the subtle shift was by approaching somebody and, and asking a question like, so, what are you working on right now that really excites you? A question like that is kind of a way of saying, what's your business? What business are you in? But at the same time, it's a little different. 
And it starts to get people talking about, you know, what's the one thing you're working on right now that you need the most help with? Same thing I asked, I asked Zach on here. And, and it got straight to the point of his main focus. And I'll use that in networking. It shows a genuine interest in that person. And again, this comes back to being more interested than interesting. If you can just approach every conversation with an intention to just make a connection, to just learn about that person and to try to find out what's the big thing that they're working on right now that they need help with. If you can sift that out, then you can position yourself by saying, you know what? I can actually help you directly. Or you know what? I know somebody. I'll connect you. Or the third option is, unfortunately, I can't help you and I don't know anybody, but what I'd love to do is scout for you. And as I continue to network, if I come across somebody, I'd be more than happy to make that connection. Would that be okay? And it has to be sincere. If you come off as as, you're, as though you're full of it, it just backfires. Does that make sense? I can see how that would work in real life. In you know, flesh, you're there. And, and I actually use that question because I think Americans lead with, um, what do you do for work too much when they're meeting somebody? Mm-hmm. I always try to have a question that's very similar to that. Like what, what's getting you excited lately? What's got you fired up? And it gets a better answer. Sometimes it does dive into work, but sometimes it's some side project that they're doing that's even more interesting than what, whatever they do for a day job. So I like that idea of showing genuine interest. However, when you uh, don't know the person or you're not connected to the person, you're reaching out maybe via email or um, uh, trying to connect with them through uh, a phone call or something like that, how would, you, how would you show that interest in that format? So, well, number one, I did it yesterday with you. I saw that I saw your podcast. I, I've, seen, I've, I've listened to your podcast and I did a little research. I said, all right, what is this show really about? If I had to identify what is this show about, what is it? And I identified it's about helping people become more productive. It's about helping people find those little hinges that swing the big doors and help them become more successful. Who do I know who would potentially be a great fit for you? And I emailed you with that saying, hey, love the show. Here's a person who I think would be a great guest. I happen to know him. I'd be happy to make an introduction. I led with value. So that's very specific. Another way of doing it is just saying, hey, I came across your company or I came across your profile. Um, I think I have an idea of what you do. I'm curious. I, I spend a lot of time networking. Who's your ideal client? That way, as I continue to network, if I can make connections, I'd be happy to, to make one. I've used that a few times and it's, it's been pretty successful. What are some things you do use or maybe tools that you use to keep track of all these different um, people that you you might be able to connect somewhere in the future. You mm. just have a great memory. Uh, partially, yes, but ultimately, it, this needs to be systematized. So immediately, when I meet somebody and and, and it's somebody I want to stay in connection with, I usually send them a follow up email. And in the email, I'll usually try to include, "Hey, I really love how you do X, Y, and Z." That way, there's some keywords in there. And then what I'll do is I'll actually put their number in my phone and in the notes section, I'll say. They are interested in this. They need this. They're, they specialize in this. That way, as I go through and I start networking, if I need somebody who's good at social media marketing, I just type in social media marketing in my phone and it starts bringing up all these contacts that have that keyword associated with it. Make sense? That is a great hack. That is a good little hinge to swing open the door. I like that metaphor. Boom, I just wanted to at least give one. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that that uh, was good. That's a writer downer. <laughs> Or put her in your phoner. There you go. 
How do you define mentor? What is it? What's that relationship? And does it need to be defined? Do you need to say, hey, will you be my mentor? Or does it work different than that? Number one, please do not say that. Um, ah, mentor is so vague. You know, it, I define a mentor really as someone that you have an intimate relationship with. Um, in my case, my best mentors have I have not paid for. But at the same time, I have paid for coaching or mentorship before. So it, it, to each their own. Uh, but a mentor is somebody who is light years ahead of you, who can help guide you and counsel you on where you need to go. It's much more of an open forum and a developmental type of relationship, whereas a coach, I think, is more task-oriented. You hire a coach for a specific type of, of project. Does that make sense? Did I answer the question fully? I forgot the rest of it. I blacked out. I think so. Yeah. Okay, How do you good. define a mentor was my question. It kind of reminds me, have you ever read the book Mastery by Robert Greene? I have not actually. Okay. It's it's a good read, and uh, but the basic is that the three things for mastery is the first to discover your life's calling and then go through an apprenticeship. And that's sort of what I was thinking about with mentors is that maybe what uh, having a mentor-mentee relationship is just a small mentorship in a certain area of your life. Uh, and that's that's something that came in um, to my mind when we were talking about this. And I, I was wondering if you had ever thought of that sort of skill acquisition. You've already talked about how you, you've got a podcast, so I'm assuming you listen to podcasts. You said you listen to mine. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got books, and then you've got other people where you learn things. Is that sort of the area that you put things into your in your mind do you find that mentorships are for guiding you through the world or is it more about finding more opportunities for you in the world you know um my mindset as i as i heard that jim Rohn quote is i just need to surround myself with people who are where i want to be I want to surround myself with people who own their own businesses i want to surround myself with people who are financially free they have a, enough passive income I want to surround myself with people who have time freedom and who are actually enjoying life. And I want to surround myself with people who are paying it forward, who are making an impact. And so as I continued to get out of my house and get to networking events and attend conferences and I'd hear these speakers, if there was somebody who their story resonated with me, I would just approach them. And those have become the people who who I have the the tightest relationships with because they, they they are on stage they are exactly where I want to be, and I just knew that if I could form a relationship with them, they would rub off on me and it would help guide my course. What would you say to people that might think, okay, well, well, fine, maybe Jeff can go up and talk to the keynote speaker, but I'm a little bit more reserved or. Why would they want to talk to me? They just gave a presentation to a thousand people. Mm -hmm. My current situation is I would love it if David Allen, the writer of Getting Things Done, would come on the show. I haven't quite figured out how I can lead with enough value to get him on the show quite yet. He did just release a new version of his book, Getting Things Done, so I thought maybe that would be a good place to promote. I do know a handful of people who've had them on his podcast, so that might be another way. But I do also feel like uh, this guy gets interview requests left and right. Why would he want to come talk to me specifically, and what can I offer him besides a, a, you know, a few thousand listeners 
which he already has thousands upon thousands of fans and readers across the globe, what could I really offer him besides a little bit of promotion that would that I would get from the value of actually having a conversation with the productivity guru that I'm most enamored with. So again, remember what I said before, anybody who has achieved a certain level of success in their life, like a David Allen, has had people pour into him. He's had mentors. He's had people who were quote unquote out of his reach, who did actually reach back and grab his hand and help guide him along his way. And because of that, he will pay it forward. He will take someone under their wing. So the question you need to ask yourself instead is, why would he choose me? What can I do so that he does choose me? Because you know he's going to choose someone, so why not you? And for me, I can only share what's worked uh, for me personally. It's been to be, be vulnerable and be honest. I have gone up to these people. So if I'm you, I would go up or find a way to reach out to a David Allen and just say, First and foremost, thank you so much because I have been following you for years and it's shaped everything that I do. In fact, it's inspired me to start this podcast, which I was able to get over 100,000 downloads in less than a month. I'd be truly honored if you would come on considering you are my idol or you know whatever words idol might be a little um, disingenuine. But whatever whatever it is, I don't know what I can do to add value to you, but would love if you would consider doing this regardless. You have a lifelong fan in me, and if there's anything I can do to help you promote your book regardless, please let me know. I'd send something along those lines. All right. I'm glad I have this recorded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is what I plan on doing. And FYI, for the people who are listening to this, if any of this is resonating where you're saying, all right, I have, I have a certain goal that I want to achieve. You've cast a big vision and you're just not sure how to actually get there. And you see someone who's already there, someone who you think is out of reach. To be able to approach them and to just say, your story has really moved me. And I'm at this crossroads in my life where I know where I want to go. I want to be where you are, but I'm not sure how to get there. And I feel compelled to ask you for help because I need help right now. And I don't know what I can do to be of value to you, but I promise I will find a way. Is there any way we can spend 20 minutes together? Not everybody's going to say yes. But if you look at it as though if you were to ask 10 people and you got three of them to say yes, if you got three David Allens to say yes, do you, how would that change the quality of your life? How would that help you accelerate your progress towards your goal? It's, it's, it's pivotal. It's huge. So take the shots. Jeff, I'm going to take some shots. Bam. <laughs> you might get another email tomorrow uh, saying uh, about how how something worked. I and maybe it was able to get a little bit more connection. I think you're you're definitely going to get an email somewhere down the road uh, after this podcast comes out. I'm sure cool things will happen from it. So hey, everybody, Zach here, going to be a productivity coach again. Um, so I want to respect your time. Uh, and the way we end all of our interviews on the Productivity Show is by asking our guests three questions: a uh, particular book that has helped you become more productive, or however you want to take that definition of productivity. We define it as taking more action on your goals. A tool or a resource you might recommend to our listeners, and a big frog, or maybe this is a project that you have to eat 
Um, and we got this idea from Eat That Frog, a Brian Tracy book I'm not sure if you're familiar with. Yep. Um, but yeah, what's a, what's a big frog? So your book, Tool, and Frog, Jeff, let's hear them. Okay, so I'm going to name two books uh, just because there's two. Uh, the first is Three Feet from Gold. And if you haven't read it, it was done by the Napoleon Hill Foundation who did Think and Grow Rich. This was kind of like a modern day Think and Grow Rich. Great book. The second one is Robert Kiyosaki's Cash Flow Quadrant. A lot of people have read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but Cash Flow Quadrant really got me to start thinking, holy crap, I, all my money is coming from the wrong quadrant and I have to start getting money coming from my business and investment quadrant. That's the big, that was a big, big shift for me. Um, in terms of a tool or a resource, it's this really cool thing. You may have heard of it. It's called a calendar. I plan my time religiously. I, I, my wife calls me Mr. Fortune Cookie because I'm always walking around saying, failing to plan is planning to fail. Failing to plan is planning to fail. I, every single night, sit down and I ask myself, what are the highest income and impact actions I can take for my medical device job? And I put them in my calendar. What are the highest impact and income actions I can take for my podcast? And I put them in my calendar. What are the highest impact actions I can take for my family? And I put it on my calendar. And then I do it for my for my personal self as well. What's the highest impact actions I can take for my own personal health? And I put it in my calendar. And I move the appointments around until it's a schedule that I know I can stick to. That way, when my alarm clock rings the next morning, I don't have to make a decision at any point in time throughout that day on what I should be doing. It's already been identified. And this may sound a little rigid, but once you get into the habit of this, this is so liberating because you are constantly focused on the highest impact and income actions for all the things that matter in your life. And at the end of the day, you evaluate how'd you do and you do it all over again. So calendar, make sense? Yeah. How do you spell that? Calendar? Yeah, calendar, calendar. <laughs> um, and, and the last thing is the big frog to eat. Right now, my big goal has been to connect with my listeners. So when Zach talks about how I'm probably going to get an email at some point saying whatever he put into place and how it worked, those are the things that I live for right now. If you put some of this into action, I want to hear from you. And my email is jeff, G-E-O-F-F, at jeffwoodswithans.com. Email me. And if you have questions, I want to hear from you. I, I love interacting with people and helping you accelerate your progress because people have poured into me. And because I've had the opportunity to interact with my listeners, they're constantly asking me, how can I take this to the next level? I realize that the five people in my life right now are not the right five. Not that there's anything wrong with them, but that I need to surround myself with new people. How can I do it? And so based on their request, I'm developing a course as we speak to show people how to upgrade their inner circle. And um, if you guys want to at least take the few initial steps, I actually have a PDF action guide. These are the actual five steps that I took now that I look back on it. Um, and you can use it. It's, it, it. There's stuff for you to fill out and you can actually start implementing this. And the, the website for that is www.mentipodcast.com slash productivity. And mentee is spelled M-E-N-T-E-E. mentipodcast.com slash productivity. 
All right. And that's where you'd like people to connect with you on that URL, which we'll make sure we put in the show notes, as well as your email address. Is there any other places online where people can connect? And thank you for all the value that you've, uh, you've just given in the last 25, 30 minutes. Of course, of course. You know, Menti Podcast is the website and there's a contact form in there, but you have my email now. So shoot it to me. And then, uh, I'm on Facebook, Jeff Woods with a G and then, uh, Twitter at Jeff Woods. All right. And hey, you're already listening to a podcast now. Go ahead and flick the button and find the, the Minty podcast and give it a listen. I think you'll, you'll get a lot of value out of it. The, the thing that I'm trying to do that's different is I'm actually pressing record on the conversations that I'm already having with my mentors. And I've, I've named some of them, but there, there are some pretty influential people and I feel really blessed to have them in my life. And I feel like more people should be able to listen to these conversations. Because they're what are absolutely changing my life. And I realize that simply by pressing record on the conversations that most people will never get to have, I can help them. I can help them accelerate as well. So that's the type. That's what you're in for. Yeah, that'll be great for the people who are just a little nervous about going into these minty relationships. They can get some vicariously through you and then eventually start to take the action to connect with the people that will help them move in the direction they want to move. Jeff, I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. This is going to be one of those episodes I need to go back right away and listen to to get all the the gold that you've delivered. So thank you so much and um, I'll hopefully see you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Zach. Lots of actionable advice in that show. Big gratitude to Jeff for his ideas and uh, and coming on and connecting with me. I'd also like to give a shout out to Ernest, who gave us a five-star review recently. And uh, if you go to iTunes yourself and search for The Productivity Show, you can see it there. You can also leave a little review. Uh, that would really help other people find the show. And also remember to sign up for our free training. It's really geared towards people who listen to this show and it's hosted by yours truly. So if you go to the productivityshow.com forward slash workshop or text TPS to 38470, you can plan, do, review, organize, prioritize, eliminate the unimportant, delegate and automate what you can, focus on your most important task, take care of yourself, find momentum, move toward your ideal, achieve anything but not everything, enjoy this life, do more, and be better. That's a lot of promises for a little workshop, huh? Well, thank you for tuning in. I I really appreciate your time and attention. I hope it helps, and I look forward to seeing you next week.